Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And I'm Katie. And you're listening to Rope Drop and Park Hop. I'm in a bad mood. No, I'm not really. <laughs> this is like four weeks in a row, Erin. I know. You're going to have to snap out of I it. You got to do something. <laughs> let me tell you, though. Let me tell you a story. So for those of you who are not local to Idaho or I don't know how far this is, Utah, Idaho, we have Maverick. Maverick is a convenience store here. Okay. The Maverick closest to my house is under construction right now. So they're closed. The next two closest Mavericks have been out of Coke Zero all week. <laughs> the next closest Maverick has Coke Zero, but their machine is weird and it's almost like the grape flavor is leaking into the Coke Zero and it's really gross. So you get a grape Coke Zero? I don't get a Coke mm. Zero there. The next closest is out. I can't find a Coke Zero to save my life. I have not had a good Coke Zero all week. And so last night I was out with my family. We went out for ice cream. And I was like, I got to find a Coke Zero. I think I have a headache today, a weird headache. And I think that's part of it. Like I can't get myself a good Coke Zero. (laughs) (laughs) And it's making me a little angry. (laughs) I don't know what to do. And the bottle doesn't work. It's not the same. Oh, yeah, no. Bottle yeah, bottled Coke tastes like plastic. Right. And yeah. canned Coke makes my teeth feel soft. Mm. So I can't do that. Interesting. Fountain only. <laughs> but yet no fountains have Coke Zero. Oh, I'm sorry. It's fine. No, it's not fine. But no other gas stations? It's got to be Maverick. Okay. How it's come? just, I don't know. They mix it well. Oh, all right. You know how people love McDonald's Diet Coke? Yeah. Like people say, I have, a, I have my taste buds fine-tuned. To the correct mixture that comes only from Maverick Fountains. All right. I'm struggling. Well, I'm sorry. I had a guy, I met a guy the other day while I was trying to get a Coke Zero and the Coke Zero machine was out of order, mm-hmm. like it wasn't working. And he was standing next to me and I kind of was like, ah, oh, I kind of made a noise. And he was like, are you trying to get Coke Zero? And I was like, yeah. I said, it's always out. And he's like, I live in Pocatello. Pocatello is three hours away from us. He's like, I live in Pocatello. We have the same problem. Coke Zero is Ooh. always out in Pocatello. Is this a supply chain issue, I wonder? It may be. Maybe. That's what we can always blame it on, right? But also Maverick. Dear Maverick. Because, <laughs> you know, they're probably listening. Dear Maverick. Mary at Maverick. <laughs> Mary at Maverick. Disney. <laughs> anyone. Dear Maverick, will you please. Oh, yeah. Mary at Maverick. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. Will you please just order one more bag of Coke Zero at all of your locations? Yes. It's not like it's going to go bad. Just have a spare. Yes. Because you're running low all the time. <sighs> I know. Maybe this is your sign. It's really hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a really hard week. Well, let's talk about Disneyland for a minute. Maybe that will help. Fine. Should we start with a review? <laughs> yes, please. Okay. So this one is from Elisa B626. Oh, cute. It is cute. And it's love this podcast five stars. 
If you are looking for a podcast to help you plan your Disneyland trip, this is one to listen to for sure. Katie and Aaron are so fun to listen to. There are several of the episodes that I go back and listen to again when I'm planning my trips. Thanks, ladies, and keep up the good work. Just one lady. Just one lady. <laughs> Just one of us. You which pick one? Which one? <laughs> Nobody which one's knows. your favorite? <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. That's cute. I wonder if 626 is a birthday or if she picked that on purpose. I know. I wondered that, too. Mm-hmm. If she's a we little experiment. Know. If you're still listening. If you're listening to this again, mm-hmm. tell us. Yeah. What your 626 We get a lot of people who message us on Instagram that are like, I've been around since the beginning. It's always surprising to me. I love oh, it. Oh, speaking of being surprised. Yeah. We launched our Patreon last we week. We did. You guys are so nice. Oh, my gosh. We're so excited to get you guys some fun extra perks. Yes. To, for being Patreon. That being said, mm-hmm. bear with us because we got to figure it all out. Oh, yeah. It's a work in progress. We totally. said that from the very beginning. But we are so, so grateful for those of you that have joined already. And if you haven't yet and you want to go check it out, I will link it in the show notes yes. below. And we're going to record our first little message to mm-hmm. our Patreon members today. Mm-hmm. So stay tuned for that. I think my only thing, I went in and looked, maybe you've looked more than I have. I'm curious how we're going to provide things to Patreon in their normal feed. Is that a possibility? Yes. Okay. Yep. You can provide, yes. Oh, listen, Katie's already taking care of it. (laughs) Shh, Aaron, be quiet. Listen to the tech words. Yes. RSS feeds, all of that stuff. Yes, all of that stuff. Yep. So okay. I'm I'm a member of some private podcasts as well. So I've seen I've seen it in action. So I know it works. We're yeah. gonna figure it out. We're gonna totally figure it out. And anyway, we're really excited to bring stick you with some us. fun content. And Yay. yeah, if you want to come on over to our Patreon, mm-hmm. we'll make it a fun place. Yeah. It might take a minute for it to really <laughs> yes. hit its stride, but yes. we'll make it a fun place. Yes. Awesome. Okay. Let's talk about news for a minute. Sure. The podcast is dropping on Friday, right? Mm-hmm. Lots of things opening today. Mm-hmm. So the Wait, villas. Most importantly. Oh, yeah. First and foremost, the Golden Zephyr is open today. <laughs> I hope that everyone is going to the parks today and celebrating Aaron's birthday by riding the Golden Zephyr. Yes. When this drops, guys, I'll be a year older. When you're older and wiser, too. I don't know about that. <laughs> and also the DVC villas are opening this weekend. I'm so. excited about that. Me, too. I'm, I'm so ex- excited to start seeing some pictures. Yes. I mean, there are some people that have gotten previews, so we've seen some. But they look like stock photos so far. Right. Yeah. Nothing. No, like, room tours yet. So that's going to be fun. Yeah. What else happens today? Oh, the Galactic Star Cruiser. We're saying goodbye to that this weekend. Farewell. Farewell to the Star Cruiser. I'm excited to see what they put in its place. I'm sure there's something (sighs) happening eventually. It was such a large investment. It was such a fail. Sorry. Well, and with the announcement last week that they're going to be investing so freaking much money into the parks Mm -hmm. and cruise line for the next 10 years, what, they're doubling it or something like that? Yeah. Is that what they said? I'm sure some of that will be funneled towards the Galactic Star Cruiser remnants. It's just the weirdest thing in Mm -hmm. the world to me, but okay. In exciting... Oh, my gosh, this has been dragging on forever. The writer's strike has reached a tentative agreement. I saw that. So we may be moving past that, which is exciting. I yeah. hope that it's good for the writers. Yeah. Um, I'm excited for them to get back to work making content. Right. <laughs> right. And, I mean, it's such a weird age that we live in, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's just not traditionally what we've done. Right. And so we've got to navigate streaming and we've got to navigate how people get paid for the work that they give that other people are profiting off of years down the road. And mm-hmm. I hope that it ends up being fair for the lower men on the totem pole. Yep. Oh, the Magic Happens Parade. Some updates for that. This yeah. is sad for me because I will not get to see it while I'm there. So far, anyway. Who knows? Maybe they'll change it up. 
But starting on October 2nd, they are cutting down to one parade time per day during the week. 6.30. Uh 6.30? Yep, the 6.30 time. Okay. And then still two parade times on weekends at 3.30 and 6.30, and that ends on October 15th. Not officially, but that's what the schedule says so far. Okay. So Magic Happens Now is slated to end on October 15th, Mm -hmm. and then there will be no parade in that interim between October 15th and November 10th when the Christmas holiday season Mm -hmm. starts at Disneyland, and that's when Katie's favorite parade returns. I was going to say, maybe we'll get lucky and they'll start Christmas fantasy on while I'm there. Just for you. Yes. Wouldn't that be amazing? Because I've heard that you're coming. Yes. Yes. Can you imagine, pause, can you imagine (laughs) if they had Frightfully Fun at DCA and Christmas Fantasy Uh at the same time at at Disneyland? I mean, stranger things have happened, right? Right. And And I feel like any day we're going to start seeing snow appear. Oh, for sure. They they definitely start in the middle of October with snow. So I don't think that would be, I don't think that's too too far fetched. Mm -hmm. We are guessing that the treehouse will probably, when we're done recording, they'll probably announce the treehouse. That it's opening Friday. Yeah. Because everything else is opening Friday, it's my so birthday. why not? Mm-hmm. It's going to be good. See, they're bringing the parade back for your trip, and yes. they're bringing all this other stuff back for That's my birthday. so nice of them. I know. I appreciate it. So remember last week we talked about the Disneyland Forward stuff a little bit? No. Just kidding. <laughs> I barely remember what I ate this morning, but yes, I do remember that, actually. <laughs> and remember how we were saying, how cool would it be if there was a monorail extension yeah, over or there? Skyliner. Or a Skyliner or a people mover type thing. Yeah. Guess all what? All of those things. All of those are showing in the plans as possibilities, mm-hmm. which remember how we talked about we couldn't really decipher what any of it meant. Right. So good thing somebody smarter than us knows how to decipher <laughs> it and pulled that all out. Yeah. Um, but there is another parking garage possibly slated that would hold 17,000 vehicles. Uh, and then the Toy Story lot, of course, is getting turned into shopping district yep. back there behind the Garden Walk. So. 17,000 vehicles? That's yeah. a lot of cars. It is. I don't know how many Mickey and Friends holds, do you? Let's Google it. Or the it. new Pixar, Pixar Pals? Pixar and pals? Pixar. (laughs) There's the Pixar pal around. There's Pixar place. There's Pixar Pixar pier. (sighs) Guys, it's time to step away from Pixar. A lot of Pixar. Mickey and friends. How many cars? Oh, you have much better words than I do. I know how to work the Google. The garage, which holds 10,500 cars. So that's Mickey and friends. And that one's pretty big. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. 17,000. I know. That's really big. Pixar. Pals? (laughs) (laughs) Pals? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pixar. Aaron and I obviously don't spend very Pals much time in the over parking there. garage. Parking. What was that big word you used? Capacity. Capacity. Oh, 6,500. Oh, wow. So that's going to be. It's bigger than those two combined. Bigger than those two combined. Crazy. Where's it going? Um, over by whatever that new shopping district will be. So over by where Toy Story is right now. Yes. Okay. Okay. And we could possibly get a monorail extension. We could get a Skyliner type thing. Dear Disney, put the monorail through the parking garage. That would be cool. And have like a monorail station in the parking yes, garage. Yes, and then turn it into a contemporary hotel yes. around the parking garage. 17,000 cars. <laughs> Plus a hotel thousand rooms. rooms. Yes. And a monorail. We're down. Put it in Angel Stadium. Just build it right there on We're top of We're not asking for a lot. No. No. We're, <laughs> we have great ideas mm-hmm. over here. For sure. 
I think that's all I have for news. Did you have anything else? I There's... have closures. Okay. Tell so us about closures. They, we've gotten a reopening. We didn't talk about this last week. I think it, did we? Space Mountain? Yeah. yeah. We have a reopening date for Space Mountain. We did, but oh. yes. Okay. Well, that's see, okay. like I said, I don't remember. <laughs> October 27th, in case you missed it like I did. Yes. <laughs> um, and I then, feel like I'm there during a dark time. You are. You're there during a very sad, But luckily, sad the Golden dark. Zephyr is opening, so for we're sure. good. Yeah. The best ride in the whole place. Mm-hmm. I've never ridden the Golden Zephyr. <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, It's a Small World closes on October 23rd, and we are through November 7th on the calendar right now, and obviously, it's not reopening. I am going to predict it opens on November 10th. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe a soft opening on the 9th. I don't know. Maybe. And then they're kind of closing down. We've talked about this a few times, but they're closing down sections of Toontown. Centennial Park is closed <laughs> until October 23rd, and then it reopens on the 23rd, and then Goofy's How to Play Yard closes on the 23rd. I had someone reach out to me and ask if it's a big deal to have Centennial Park closed. No, I don't think so. No, it just won't be as pretty as it normally is. Right. Yeah. And it's just, it's not a very, there's not a lot to do in that. It's just no. a grassy area. There's still a large grassy area in front of Roger Rabbit. Yeah. Goofy's How to Play Yard is a little bit more interactive. And so that is something that you might, if you have small children, it's not a trip canceler, but it's just something for sure to be aware of that no. that won't be there for them to climb and play. No. And maybe they'll have the treehouse open by then and you can take your littles to play there right. instead and get their wiggles out at the treehouse. Right. There you go. Oh, one other thing. Fire. Oh, yes. World of Color, you guys. The fireball is back in Yay. World of Color and the fire in the... They have a lot more fire in World of Color one. Yes, I think so, So, like, too. in the mm-hmm. Avengers part, in the Star Wars part. Mm-hmm. And um, it's back. Very which cool. Which is exciting because this is the first time it's been back since the whole Maleficent. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's his name? Murphy. Murphy. Murphy's Murphy <laughs> debacle. <laughs> Murphy. Poor he's, Murphy. He's, he li- May he rest in pieces. He's lifted right out. Yeah. Mm. So, anyway, fire's back. That's exciting. That is exciting. I'm curious will... to see if it continues to infiltrate all of the other shows. Yeah, maybe. You haven't seen Fantasmic at Hollywood Studios, have you? No. Okay, Fantasmic at Hollywood Studios, they light the water on fire. Mm. And so, you know, it's its own theater. Yeah. And it's got its own water. And they light the entire water area on fire. I wonder how they do that without fire. I mean, it's just not obviously there's no fire, but I feel like that's such a big theatrical thing. I hope that it comes back. Yeah. I'm curious. We didn't ever really talk about this or delve into this, but the Indiana Jones stunt, Spectacular, has fire elements. Did they take those out, too, when the whole anti-fire movement was happening? I don't know. Hmm. I mean, the stunt guy has been mowed over by the rock before, and they haven't taken the rock out. So I don't know. (laughs) I wonder. I've seen videos of it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. I think that's it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mouse World Travel is an authorized Disney vacation planner specializing in vacation destinations all over the world. From frequent theme park getaways to annual family cruises to once-in-a-lifetime epic worldwide adventures, we can help you make those dreams a reality. At Mouse World Travel, we focus on quality vacations to provide guests with the most optimal experience. Our agents treat each trip as if it were their own, which means a special personalized vacation just for you. 
Our agents provide concierge-level service during the vacation planning process, including offering recommendations to fit your family's needs, such as help choosing hotel or dining locations, suggesting add-ons or extras that we think your family might enjoy, offering tips and tricks to make the most out of your vacation, and answering questions to help you plan efficiently. Some of our more popular vacation destinations include cruise lines such as Norwegian and Royal Caribbean, all-inclusive destinations such as Sandals and Beaches, Universal Parks and Resorts, and of course the various Disney destinations, which include the theme parks, Disney Cruise Line, Adventures by Disney, and Alani. There's something for everyone, and no matter what type of vacation you're looking for, an expert agent at Mouse World Travel will help you get there. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Okay, so this week we are going to talk about Aaron's experience with, and we don't know how to pronounce it now. <laughs> now we're having a debate about whether it's DAS or DOS. So will you please put a poll on Instagram and yeah. ask people how to pronounce it, how they pronounce it? I'm I, sure I, that I there's no official. spell it phonetically and D-A-S-S, D-A-H-S. just do like the line over the top if it's... I don't even no, know what that is. That would be the long A. That would be Dace. Dace. It's not Dace. It's not Dace. We're for well, sure maybe on it that. Is. <laughs> it's not Dace. Anyways, this is the D-A-S pass. We're going to call it DAS just because okay. that's what I like. That's what I've always heard is DAS. But I hear lots of DOS huh, out Interesting. There. But DOS is the old computer system. Right. That's we what I children. think of when I hear DOS. And that's D-O-S. And it's also a German article. Like oh, you DOS says gut. Yes. Yeah. Kenley. Is has switched from on Duolingo. She has switched from Spanish to German because she's taking German in high school, mm. and so she's on day like two hundred and fifty or something like that. She's doing great. Good she's got her. a long streak. She gets real panicky if she forgets. <laughs> and um, yeah, she's doing German now. Cool. Yeah. Good. I took German in high school, also. You did. Mm-hmm. Well, you guys should sit down and have a little conversation. We What's funny is I actually think in German sometimes. Do you? Like I will be looking around. I don't. It's weird. Like, I will think directions in German. Really? And, yeah. That's interesting. Which, I mean, it's been, I'm not going to tell you how many years since a couple. I was in high school. A few. A couple. A handful. Um, <laughs> you know we're 29. I turned 29 this week. That's Today. Right. On the 29th. Today. It's your golden birthday. It is my golden birthday. <laughs> 29 on the 29th. I'm very excited about it. I've been looking forward to this for 29 years. Lovely. Um, oh, my grandmother was German. <laughs> We are on a tangent. That's okay. We're, my we have tangents on tangents. We can't even keep track of them. My grandmother was German. She was from Bavaria. She was nice. from Munich. Very cool. Mm-hmm. And my grandpa met her when he was in the military, and he was serving in the military over mm-hmm. there, and he met her, and she was cute, and he brought her home. So cute. Mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. I want to go to Germany. I've been to Austria, but not Germany. But I've never speak, been anywhere. They speak German in Austria, so that was kind of fun for me. I've been to Germany in the World Showcase yeah. What's it called? Is that what it's called? World Showcase. World. Yep, that is right. <laughs> <laughs> the World Showcase Showdown. Yes. <laughs> um, but what I was going to say is I have a patient who travels a ton for work uh-huh. and like worldwide, and he says that Munich is his favorite city on earth. Oh, I love it. So I would love to go to Munich Well, someday. and I want to go to Neuschwanstein Castle, mm-hmm. which is the inspiration for the castles in the park. Everything ties back to Disney. It and does. you fly over it in Soren. 
That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So see, it's like we've been to Germany already. Right. And speaking of showcase showdown, <laughs> Noah and I watched the season premiere of yes. Price is Right last night. I record it every day. Just, I don't know. I set it to record it one summer. And I it like just, it. Like, yes. Okay. So it's just always sitting on our DVR. We rarely watch it. But last night we were bored. So we turned on the Price is Right. At the very beginning, Drew Carey comes on and he goes, so we recorded this episode before the fires in Maui happened and da 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 and here's where you can go donate to the Red Cross or whatever. And Noah and I were both like, they give away a trip mm-hmm. to Maui in this episode, don't they? Mm-hmm. Sure enough, mm-hmm. sweet little Mario won Aww. a trip to Maui and I hope he gets to take it still. <laughs> oh, I feel like Drew Carey's kind of a jerk on that show. You think so? Yeah, he's a little bit abrasive. Is he too some, dry? Um, I no, I maybe I don't I know. I think Bob Barker was a huge jerk sometimes well, sure. too. Right? Maybe that's just the role. Yeah, but if you ever watch the Drew Carey show, he's hilarious, yeah. right? And uh, whose line is it anyway? Mm-hmm. He was really funny on. But I feel like anytime he's on there, he's really impatient with people, which I'm sure he's got to keep the show moving. Sure, but he gets really impatient with people sometimes, <laughs> and I'm just like, calm down, Drew Carey. I think he was. He must have been in good spirits in the season opener last night because it wasn't too bad. I didn't feel like he was Although impatient they gave away with a trip anybody. To Maui. <laughs> yes. That didn't age well. Okay, DOS. Let's das. talk about DAS DOS. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I want to share some of the verbiage from the website. I did get some feedback, and I kind of want to address it really quickly. Yeah. I got some feedback from when I touched on it in my trip recap episode, and I think the way that I'm going to address the feedback is just this. If you feel like this is going to benefit you, try it. Mm -hmm. If you don't, or if you don't qualify, or if you just, it's not for you. That's, I guess, what I'm going to say. I I don't want to give a ton of information. I was kind of advised by a listener not to. Well, and we're, we're not trying to help people game the system. Right. Like it's not, that's not the, that's not the point. And right. And I think that people that are out there to do that kind of thing are are going to do do it, it. whether they hear our podcast or not. Right. Most people are good. Yes. Especially you guys, our listeners. Let's operate on that assumption. It feels better. And also everybody, even if this doesn't apply to you, you know, somebody that it could help. So maybe you could pass this information on to them, share this episode with them. Absolutely. So the whole idea behind DAS is if waiting in a line is hard for you for whatever reason, um, and that could be a, a physical disability, it could be a mental disability, it could be something that everyone else can see as you're walking up to the line, or it could be something that nobody else is aware of. And I see a lot of people on forums that talk about DAS being abused. And I, I'm just going to say a lot of people out there, including myself, have disabilities that nobody would see. If right. they didn't know. Right. My back, I walk normally, I look normal, but a lot of times I'm in excruciating pain and I'm just dealing with it. And I don't show that to everybody. I'm not mm-hmm. going to show that to somebody as I'm walking up to a line at Disneyland. So just from the perspective of not using DAS, just see the good in people and trust that they belong there. Right. And I saw a lot of normal is not the best word, but I saw a lot of normal people in line with me, especially like at Peter Pan, where there's not, you don't go through the lightning lane. A Mm -hmm. lot of these attractions, you go through the lightning lane and you look like you're using a lightning lane. Mm -hmm. But there are some where you're going through the exit, Peter Pan specifically is one. And there were a lot of people who looked really normal going through those lines, including myself. And it's hard to ever know what is going on in someone's life. Yes. And I feel like Disney has, and I'm sure you're going to go into this later, but Disney has, you know, tweaked it as Mm -hmm. they've gone and they don't make it super easy Mm -mm. to have this accommodation. Right. And also once you have the accommodation, it's not like you're just walking up to the right and getting on. Right. So 
You're going to talk about that in a minute, I'm sure. I am. But. So the whole idea for DAS is a non-mobility disability. So if you are on a scooter or if you are in a wheelchair or if you have a stroller that is marked as a wheelchair, typically you're able to fit through lines. There are exceptions to that, like Peter Pan again, and that's where you're going to go up to the cast member near the exit and speak to them. But for the most part, the newer attractions have nice wide lines. Indiana Jones is a great example. You can wheel through the entire queue of Indiana Jones, and then you'll just pick a specific entrance right before you go up the stairs. That's where you'll park whatever it is that you're wheeling in there, and able, you're able to access the ride that way. Yep. So all of the rides at California Adventure are wheelchair accessible. Mm-hmm. And then probably half the rides at Disneyland, mm-hmm. would you say? I would say any that have been built within the last 20, yeah. 30 years. So... DAS is not meant for, I always want to say patients when I start talking about this. <laughs> DAS is not meant for guests with mobility issues. It's meant for guests who have a hard time standing in line mm-hmm. and don't have any other way to accommodate that. Okay. Right. Okay. So let's start off with the pre, how you do it ahead of time. Mm-hmm. There's two ways to obtain a DAS. You can do it in person at the Blue Umbrella with a guest services cast member, the ones that wear the plaid vests. You can go up to one of those cast members and you can talk to them as you arrive in the park. I wouldn't recommend this. I feel like you're wasting precious time Mm -hmm. doing this. It takes a little bit of time. And I feel like there's such an easy way to do it ahead of time online. But I will say this also, that takes quite a bit of time too. So 30 days before your trip and up to two days before your trip, you can go online and you can request a live video chat with a guest services cast member Mm -hmm. to qualify for DAS. It's actually relatively easy to find this information online, too. It is. If you Google Disneyland DAS, it'll bring it right up. The interviews are done. Let me look at the hours here really quickly, and then I'll tell you how it worked out for me. Okay, so the live chat is available from 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. Pacific time, Disneyland time. And at this time, it's only offered in English. So, and it's seven days a week. I tried my first time on a weekend day. I think it was a Sunday and I remembered kind of late in the day. And so I remembered probably at like 6.15 Pacific time. So about an hour and a half before they close that queue down. I joined the queue. It told me that I had a two hour wait. And so I thought, well, I'm just going to see. I'm close to that two hour window. I'm going to just see what happens. One thing to know is if you're doing this on your computer, it will time out, and it tells you this when you log in, that chat will time out. If you just refresh your page, it should refresh the chat, and you won't lose your spot in line, and they tell you all of this when you log in. And it did that probably every 10 minutes for this hour and 45 minutes that I sat in the queue. However, when it timed out right at that 8 o'clock mark, 9 o'clock my time, 8 o'clock Disneyland time, I was out. That was it. I couldn't refresh it then. Oh, So I waited an hour and 45 minutes and I didn't speak to anybody. Um, So the next weekend I tried again, except for I thought of it later. (laughs) (laughs) So at like 6.30 instead of 6.15, I thought, oh, shoot, I should do that again. And I thought, I'm just going to try it again. And I was like cleaning my kitchen or something like that. And I logged in and I put my headphones in so I could hear. And I got in that time. And I got in probably five minutes before 8 o'clock Disneyland time. So right at the end. And Mm -hmm. I thought for sure it was going to do the exact same thing it had done the week before. And then I got to speak with a cast member and we talked. And I mean, this is this is obvious, right? We talked about why I felt like I needed DAS. And, you know, it was a 10 minute. Well, he talked to me first via chat, typing back and forth. Okay. And asked me a few questions there. 
I had to like make sure all of, yes, yeah. and I had to make sure like everything was attached. So before you go in to do this, make sure all of your tickets are on, on your um, account and you're not to be logged into your account on the app. So make sure you're logged out on the app. Hmm. They The only place that you're going to be logged in is on your computer with whoever you're chatting to. Okay. Um, so he asked me a few questions before he video chatted me and then we video chatted and talked for about five minutes. It was really easy and he was very nice. And then he approved me and he closed out the video chat and then we continued to chat. And then I my screen timed out like it did before and I was kicked out. Shoot. So what was happening at that point is they say that in exchange for you waiting this two hour queue or whatever, you get to choose advance. What do they call it? Advanced selections for your rides, right? Yes. Do you get two? You get two per day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. DAS advanced planning is mm-hmm. what they call it. And so DAP. DAS app. <laughs> DAS app. That's okay. a DAS app. I'm going to go. We should start like really throwing these words around. So, the like, acronyms. Guys, come with me. We're going to go to the DAS app real quick. Come with me, <laughs> children. Um, so. You get to choose two attractions per day, and they'll give you, well, there's a list. There's a list online, and it's kind of the same ones that you would think are never, ever included with even multi-experience passes. So, like, Rise of the Resistance is not included. Radiator Springs is not included. Peter Pan, most of Fantasyland is not included. It's kind of almost a pretty similar list to Genie Plus. Lane. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So you can pre-choose two attractions per day, and then when you choose your attractions, they'll give you two or three times that there's some availability for that pre-selected mm-hmm. thing. And so, like, we picked one for 8 p.m., and we picked one for 10 a.m., you know, okay. so you can kind of spread them out and think about when you want to do that. And then that's it for that. You Once you have selected your pre-advanced planning, your DAS apps, mm-hmm. once you've selected them, you're able to see them in the app. When you go to your Genie Plus day, you can, there's a link there to choose, it says my day. So if you go to the Genie Plus tip board and you click on my day, you can change the day at the top where it has the date and you can choose a different day. And when you choose the day that you're in the park, you'll be able to see your plans for that day. Got it. You also are able to see them under your future plans. So that's two ways to kind of see what you've got going on. Okay. And then everything else is just normal until you get to the park. Okay. Once you're in the park... When you go into your app and you choose that little three-line hamburger menu on the lower right-hand side and you've got all the little squares that give you, you know, your future plans, uh, your tickets and passes, your park hours, things like that. Once you are in the park, a new box will show up that is your DAS box. Okay. And it looks a lot like – oh, now I'm trying to remember what it looks like. See, I can't remember what I had for breakfast. It (laughs) reminds me a lot of Genie Plus. Okay. So you click on that and you're able to choose – your next attraction. The idea of DAS is you're still waiting the length of time for the attraction, just not in line. Right. And then once you do get there, you end up typically in the lightning lane. Mm -hmm. So you do still have a wait time. Sure. It's not like you're skipping all the line completely and Mm -hmm. entering through the exit and hopping right on the ride. You do still end up waiting, you know, 20 minutes sometimes. Right. So be prepared for that. Be prepared for that. Mm -hmm. But you just get to go in and you select it You're only able to select one at a time. It's very similar to Genie Plus that way. Okay. Once you scan in, and you scan in just like you would scan in with Genie Plus, so whether you're using a wristband or your phone, you scan into the attraction. Um, One thing that we did learn is whoever the DAS recipient is in your party, first of all, back up just a little bit. They need to be there for that video interview. Right. 
So I have a friend who has two children with autism. She needs to have them there, even though they don't actually participate in the interview. They do need to be part of the interview. Um, And then they're the first ones to scan in. So if you're the parent of a child who received deaths, make sure you're scanning their ticket first to enter that line. Okay. And then it takes a second. So the machine, the tower, the mm-hmm. kiosk, mm-hmm. once you scan your ticket in, it will take just a moment. It will blink blue and then it will blink green. And once it blinks green, everybody else in your party can scan their tickets or their wristbands Got and it. enter the ride that way. And we talked about this a little bit two weeks ago, but the DAS recipient also has to ride the ride Correct. in order to use that. Yep. So no no getting a pass for everybody to go ride and then sitting it out, mm-hmm. which kind of sucked for me because there are some attractions that I wouldn't want to ride or that I don't for various reasons, but sure. the girls really wanted to. Right, but they are able to wait in line. So if, and they if, did. if they wanted mm-hmm. to wait without you or if they wanted to ride without you, they could just wait in line. Yeah. Or you could do lightning lanes. Yeah, and they did. They went and waited in a couple of lines um, without me that I sent them on. And then there was a couple times where I made a little bit of a sacrifice just to be there with them and to also have that availability to us. So what else? I'm trying to think. This is going to be a short episode, but... That's okay. Is it the same? Does Good it thing work we talked s- about the prices, right? <laughs> right. Does it work the same as Lightning Lanes in that you can make another selection? Right, when you scan in? Yes. Yes. And is there a two-hour window or are there no rides more than two hours out usually? Tip, so since you're waiting the wait time. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So no, I we never had that experience. You never had a more than two hour wait. I will say this though. So like, let's say that the wait time for Jungle Cruise is 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you choose your DAS and then you decide to go to Cafe Orleans and sit down. They give you an hour long window to come back for Same the ride. Same as Lightning Lane. Same as Lightning Lane. Mm-hmm. However, it doesn't expire. Okay. So once you have that hour long window, you can redeem it any time for the rest of the day. We never waited too long, but I do believe that that holds you up because you're 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 virtually standing in line, right? So if you still have that pass available, you're still standing in that line. You can't go ride another line. Ah, interesting. And yeah. so I think it does hold you up until you use it. Got it. Yeah. So that two-hour window that works for lightning lanes is not necessarily correct. Applicable. If you still okay. have a, an, a DAS for a ride, if you still have that entry for a ride, you, use you have before. to use it you, before or cancel it. Got it. Yeah. Before you switch to another And you can attraction. do all of that on the app. Yes. Cancel, book, all Everything. of that. Everything. Mm-hmm. We didn't have to. So the only issues that we ever had with it were when we didn't wait long enough for mine to scan through before the girls scanned through. Okay. And then we didn't catch it or the cast member was just like, you guys are good. Go ahead. You know, or whatever. And then we'd get into the line and we'd choose our next attraction. And one of the tickets would still be held up with it. We'd have to go in and cancel that. And then does that make sense? Yeah. So like, which Kenley, sometimes you know, that'll happen with the lightning lane too. Right. Somebody's won't scan correctly. Right. And so, yeah. So that was the only, and we had that happen a few times, even okay. after we were more familiar with waiting until the green came and then everyone else scanning. Um, we still had it happen a couple of times. So I feel like it's something it that's sounds, maybe a little glitchy. I was going to say, it sounds like that's a little trickier. Yeah. So, Also to note, DAS works for certain experiences. So for example, oh, and it does work in, during after, hour, after hours events. Right. So during Oogie Boogie Bash it works. But you do have to activate it for the after hours Correct. events. It's and, not automatically. Well, yes and no. So we were told, yes, we have to activate it to go mm-hmm. talk to a cast member at mm-hmm. the Blue Umbrellas. When we went to do that, the gal that we spoke to said, it's already on your Oogie Boogie tickets. And oh, okay. I was like, it is? Maybe he added it when you did your interview? He said he they couldn't. Were there. Oh, And so he told me then I would have to go in and do it, but yeah, it was there. Huh. Well, 
I guess just check anyway. Yeah. So <laughs> make sure it's there if you want yeah. it. Um, and then you can have your guest and five additional people okay. on one DAS. Like I mentioned, it works during after hours events. It, well, at least it did for Oogie Boogie. I don't know if it would work on like Star Wars night or anything like that. I would imagine I would it does. Assume, yeah. And it works for certain experiences. So it worked for Villains Grove. You could go in and you would see it as one of your options when you went in to make your selection. Hmm. And again, you have to use it before you can use anything else. Okay. So plan accordingly. Mm-hmm. What about shows? Like um, I didn't see that. Okay. I, I don't know. There I didn't really see weren't, it. aren't many shows happening right now. I didn't see it. Interesting. But it also wasn't my focus. Sure. So it's not that I was looking for it. I'm trying to think what else. I think it works the same way as we didn't leave the parks very much, but I think it works the same way as Genie Plus when you leave that you're still able. Correct me if I'm wrong, which I'm sure I'll hear if I am wrong. But I think if you leave the park, if you go to lunch in downtown Disney or something like that, you'd still be able to choose something, I think. From outside the park. Right. I but I don't I know. Don't, I wouldn't see why not. It seems like it's on the same type of system as Lightning It does, lane, so. but it also doesn't populate until you enter the park. So I wonder if they have some geotag that if you exit the park, you can't be standing in line, right? So maybe oh, it wouldn't that's work. that's true. I, I don't, don't know. Yeah. Report back. If you've used it and you've been able to leave the park and make a selection outside yeah. of the park, that's helpful information. Yeah. You know, and I talked a little bit about this when I talked about my recap. It was super beneficial for me. Mm -hmm. And I've mentioned this before. Katie knows that there are days when we're waiting in line for a ride and I'm swaying side to side or leaning on the barricade and or squatting down because my back is killing me. And also she knows that I have to get out of bed in sections sometimes and it (laughs) takes me a minute to hobble across the floor because I'm so stiff. This was awesome for me. Good. It really did do great. In fact, my first day that my back hurt was the morning after I got home because I stayed in bed a little bit longer and didn't get up and get moving mm-hmm. like I normally do. Mm-hmm. And that was the first day I was like, oh, I feel it. So it was great for me to be able to keep moving. I know Amber, my friend who takes her two children, she said that that's one of the reasons Disney is one of their favorite places to vacation is because of all of the accommodations that make it so much easier for mm-hmm. her kids to ride rides and have a great time. Yeah, that's one of the special things about Disney is how accommodating they are for any kinds of special needs. Dietary right. restrictions, um, special needs with kids, with adults. Yep. Yeah. You you can pretty much ask for anything and they're going to try to make it happen. Yep. And then if you need to make any changes to your desk at all, if you, let's say, have a family member who lives down there and wants to come join you for a day, the blue umbrellas can do that as well. So you can go over and they can do that as well. Make yep. sure the person is there with you and mm-hmm. you can have them scanned in and then they would have access to that as well. Anything and this else? is probably a, a push for having a magic band because yeah. that would make it a lot easier to yeah. scan rather than trying to scan people's phones. Yeah, or, it did make it a lot easier tickets, to have so. that. Mm-hmm. And people ask us all the time, are magic band pluses worth it at Disneyland? And I say... If only for scanning in lightning lanes, then yes. And I would assume that that applies to having the DAS pass as well. Yeah, it does. Other than that, it's just kind of a fun piece of jewelry. Right. (laughs) It doesn't do a whole lot at Disneyland. It lights up during the shows, though. It lights up during fireworks and World of Color. You get Constance's heartbeat as you're exiting. I mean, there's some fun things for sure, but Um, not necessary. And it works on all attractions. So that's something else that's a little bit different from Lightning Lane. It works on attractions like Peter Pan. It works on Rise of the Resistance. So I failed to mention that. Even though those attractions are not included in the advanced planning, once you're in the park, it does work on those attractions. So you, again, enter through the 
lightning lane on most of those or the exit when there isn't a lightning lane option. Um, Rise of the Resistance. I've never, do you, have you done a lightning lane on Rise of the Resistance before? Mm-hmm. Yes. I never have. Mm-hmm. I always just wait in the standby line like or right we up. skip it. Mm-hmm. Or we did one time have lightning lanes and then you had a flight to catch and then I had drama with my flight and it just never worked out right. Right. So we skip it most often. This was the first time I've gone through the lightning lane on that one. It's very short. It is very short. You go almost right into the pre-show. You are almost mm-hmm. right into the pre-show. So That's pretty nice. For those of you that are going in the near future, if you're considering lightning lane for that one. It might be worth it. It's Yeah. <laughs> it's not bad at all. Anyway, yeah, it was great. It worked really well. Yeah. I appreciated it a lot. It's nice that you have some personal experience with it now because we've had a lot of requests for, you know. A DAS episode. Yes, just kind of explaining how it works and what it is. And so that's nice that we have some firsthand experience Well, and the feedback that I received from one of our listeners was kind of that it's kind of a hush-hush thing. And... I mean, I, I, it's hard for me because I'm kind of like, you can Google and find anything you want to. Disneyland's website alone gives quite a bit of information about right. it. And I feel like it's hard to know what the difference is between too much information and enough to help you guys, because that's our whole goal is to help you understand and utilize it if it's yes. something that's going to make your trip easier. Right. And I get that it feels like if there's more competition for those that they'll be harder to get, but... I feel like it's it's a hard line to walk, mm-hmm. and I would rather get useful information out there to people who need it than right. gatekeep it. So right, and I think my my most important part was I think I mentioned this in that episode as well. If you haven't listened to it, is I had a lot of people. One specifically, I can remember in a conversation with a woman who uses it for her child, and she said, "You'll you won't qualify because you have a mobility issue." Mm-hmm. And I was like, but I don't have a mobility issue. And we kind of talked and she says, yeah, they won't qualify you for that. And I was like, okay. And so I've gone for a long time without thinking I would qualify for it until um, one of our friends from the gumball rally mentioned on, I feel like it was on our rope dropping and park hopping. I think she shared some information there. And I was like, hey, wait, you know, her husband uses it. And I said, what? And she mentioned a back issue. And I was Mm -hmm. like, I've been thinking. And she said, oh, totally. I think you should try. And so that was kind of what gave me the nudge. And that's kind of what I hope to do for you guys is if you have something that you're living with and you're just putting up with it, it, this might be an option for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, just because you qualified for it once, does that mean that you'll always qualify for it? I Could think you, I have to re-qualify I was going to say, because if you talk to a different cast member next time, right. it's possible that you could get denied. And I'm I would hope not. But. I would hope not, too. I'm wondering if there's something, because, I mean, you use your Disney account, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if there's something in your Disney account. Like a little star. Right, that shows <laughs> that you've qualified for it prior. Uh-huh. I don't know. I, I don't either. But, but you do. It's How long is it good for? Three months? 90 days? Something like that? Do you remember the answer to no, that? I, I think know. it's 90 days. Is it once you qualify for it? I might, I'll have to look that up and verify. But Yeah. And like I mentioned at the beginning, you have 30 days before your trip to qualify for it and up to two days before your trip. So if it's less than two days before your trip, you do need to go in person to the Blue Umbrellas and do that in the park. But up to 30 days before and be prepared for a bit of a wait. Don't do it when you've got pressing things happening be prepared for a little bit of a wait. Like I said, when I both times I logged in, I was told that my wait was about two hours, and that was accurate. Okay. It was about it was about an hour and a half the second time when I finally got through. Okay, so I looked it up really fast okay. because I don't want to give incorrect information. It's actually actually sixty days. Okay, so once registered, DAS is valid for the length of the ticket or up to sixty days, whichever is shorter. Oh, okay. okay. So, so mine's expired, and yes. I'd have to redo yep. it again for yep. a separate trip. But if you were an annual pass holder, it would be good for 60 days. Correct. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. 
So and hopefully, yeah, hopefully that was helpful. I feel like, yeah, I think so. I think it's important to get that information out there. And yeah, I'm glad you got to experience it. Yeah, me too. And I'm and glad honestly, that your trip changed, was better. Yeah, it changed how Disney felt for me. Great. Yeah, it was great. And you can use it in conjunction with Lightning, with Genie Plus. Mm-hmm. You could have both. Oh, that's one thing, too. That's one other difference between it and Genie Plus. Um, Genie Plus limits you to one time per attraction. Mm-hmm. And with the DAS, you are able to go to the same attraction numerous times. Gotcha. So if you have a child who, who loves Peter Pan, right, you could go on Peter Pan over and over. Did you feel like times got pushed out? The farther, the longer the day went on, the times oh, yeah, get pushed sure. out pretty far. A little bit. Okay. Um, one thing I did notice though is if the wait on an attraction was like forty-five minutes, mm-hmm. they gave me a return time about ten minutes earlier than that. Okay. So I'd get like a thirty-five minute return time okay. to go back and, and check in. Okay. So it's usually a little bit less than the typical wait is when you're checking in, and right. I think that accounts for that whatever time you end up in that lightning lane line or. Right. whatever line to right. get into the ride. Well, and you won't necessarily come back right at 35 minutes anyway. Right. But if, if you do show up hour. right at 35 minutes, that last 10 minutes is actually what you're going to be spent. They account for that. Got it. I think okay. is how it works. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks for explaining all of that. That's I great. hope it was good and I hope it was helpful information without being a little too much. If you have questions, yeah. feel free to reach out to us. If you're not following us on Instagram, follow us there. There's your weekly <laughs> plug for that. Go follow us on Instagram. At and, ropedrop.parkhop. Mm-hmm. And then on Facebook, we are the same. And then join our awesome discussion group, mm-hmm. ropedropping and park hopping. We get new requests every time an episode drops. Yeah. So I, like I it. think you guys are listening. We also were talking about this earlier today. We're going to implement something on the Instagram and on our Facebook feeds. Since we both are now doing travel planning, we don't ever want you guys to feel bombarded by that. Um, Please know that we're happy to help you with anything you need help with, specifically Disney, but we can help you with, I mean, Tahiti or a river cruise. Please go to Tahiti and let us plan it for you. (laughs) Yes, and then take us with you. Yes. Thank you very much. (laughs) But we are going to try to limit that to like travel planning Tuesdays or Mm -hmm. something like that. We're going to come up with a way to share deals because right now Walt Disney World has some killer deals. Yes. If you're planning a trip. by Friday could be gone. Who knows? But yeah. So if you're (laughs) listening and you're thinking about going to Walt Disney World next year, Mm -hmm. anytime the rest of this year or next year, Mm -hmm. let us know and we'll help you plan that. But Um, We don't want to bombard you with that. So we're going to come up with some ways to share some of that information with you without feeling like we're just constantly telling you to use our services. Right. (laughs) And if you're enjoying the show, please subscribe, rate, and review us. Share us with your friends. And here's one more plug for Patreon. Yeah. Go check it out. Sure. No pressure. No pressure. No pressure to join. We'd love to have you. We're happy you're all here. Yes. So, yeah. Whatever. We will take you in any form. And we're still going to keep doing this. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. All right. See you next week. Bye. Bye.